everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Insatiable Appetite Podcast. I'm Shelley Belanco, Senior Vice President of Business Development, and with me today is Lori Demerit, CEO of the Hartman Group. Lori, thanks for joining us to discuss sustainability in the food and beverage arena, which I know is a topic near and dear to your heart, as well as a topic at the center of the Hartman Group's expertise. Yes, absolutely, Shelley. I'm delighted to be here having this conversation because, as you note, um, I've always been attracted to sustainability, or as it was called back in the day, green marketing, and that's what really attracted me to the research industry over 25 years ago. I'm excited to jump in. Nice. Thank you. Now, the Hartman Group has been studying consumer engagement with sustainability and transparency issues for over 30 years. How important are these issues to today's consumer, beleaguered by inflation and high food and beverage prices? Well, our research clearly shows that consumers do still care about sustainability issues, even in light of difficult economic times. Because so many consumers are believers in the values that sustainability represents, those values don't just disappear when inflation and high prices are at play. Now, that said, we are finding that consumers sometimes feel like they need to make trade-offs in these fraught economic times. So, for example, they might decide to buy the conventional snack product rather than the sustainable version of the snack product, but then they'll continue to buy the uh, sustainably sourced produce item because they think it's really important, for example, in that category. We also have historical information that shows that even in challenging times, uh, as just one example, the Great Recession back in 2008, consumers continue to engage with and purchase sustainable items. And it's because they see the value of these items, not just to themselves, but to their communities, to other people and the greater world. Yeah, totally. Price doesn't necessarily equal value. And a lot of what the consumer uh, is thinking about sustainability is category or occasion dependent. Very good points. Um, in general, how have food and beverage companies responded to the rise in demand for sustainable products and ESG-minded companies? Well, over the past few years, we've seen many companies develop and bring to market more products with sustainable values. And in general, companies have focused on attributes which leverage environmental values. So things like pollution reduction, uh, natural resource conversa- uh, con- con- <laughs> conservation, uh, regenerative farming methods, etc., And while all of these are important, consumers are increasingly interested in other aspects of sustainability. So things like social welfare, social justice, economic issues. And so we know these issues are a bit more challenging when it comes to operational changes, but they're becoming much more top of mind for consumers. So we applaud companies that are undertaking change in any sustainability arena, but we also want to advise organizations to think about sustainability more broadly, much as consumers do, and consider a wider variety of aspects that are under this umbrella term. Yeah, absolutely. As it's become a more um, multifaceted construct in the consumer's mind, there's multiple avenues in. Great. Thank you. Um, What are the short-term and long-term implications for brands that might be a little slower to implement strong sustainability criteria in their products and their company's operations? Well, we strongly believe that companies must consider sustainability as they source, produce, and bring products to market. Uh, Sustainability is not a fad. It's a long-term value that consumers across a wide variety of demographics are resonating with. So in the short term, companies may not immediately feel the impact of not being in the sustainability space. However, as consumers, and especially younger consumers, ask more questions of companies when it comes to their products, uh, their policies, and their practices, it will become problematic for companies who don't have a sustainability plan in place. Now, importantly, companies don't need to be perfect yet in this arena, meaning consumers don't expect you to figure everything out right away. 
Rather, they're looking to companies to provide information about their journey along the sustainability pathway and to detail all the measurements and metrics and milestones along that pathway and to share them back with consumers. Yeah, absolutely. So having a plan is important uh, and being transparent about that plan is really key as opposed to perfection. Well said. Now, historically, um, food and beverage companies have been motivated to change for investors as well as for consumers. As ESG reports are becoming as important as financial reports, it appears that for many companies, it's going to take investor pressure to implement more sustainable practices. What are the risks, do you think, from a consumer engagement perspective to making investor-led changes rather than consumer-led changes? Well, ultimately, consumers will be the decision makers when it comes to companies being successful in the sustainability space because they're the ones that have to put their money down on the table or not for those food and beverage products. Now, investors obviously have an important role to play when it comes to pushing through change and putting the pressure on companies. Um, But the way they think about sustainability may not always align with the way that consumers think about sustainability. So, for example, a lot of the initiatives we've seen by investors have focused on sort of internal company operations. So things like, you know, water usage um, or, or production pollution, things that aren't always very obvious or even frankly as important to the consumer. So the consumer, rather, might be more focused on something like sustainable packaging because that's an initial cue for them when they're at the shelf to determine how sustainable a product is. And that might be something that's totally overlooked by an investor community. So therefore, the consumer truly is king when it comes to which sustainability practices a company should be pursuing and companies have to understand what those consumers care about. Yeah, increasingly, this is a space where consumer demand is very important. And speaking of consumers, what do you think of the uh, industry sentiment that consumers are resilient? And if they are sustainability minded, that they will pay a price premium for products that align with their values? Yeah, well, we're not huge fans of this industry led idea that consumers are resilient. Um, You know, we talk to a lot of consumers and they truly are struggling to balance these desires they have to buy products they can feel good about. It's really important to them. But those price premiums they're seeing at the shelf or online when they're purchasing are really problematic. So it truly is a struggle. Now, consumers have proven that they're willing to pay more for sustainable products, primarily because they see these products as being better than the conventional products in terms of better health benefits, better taste, etc., However, that doesn't mean that companies should be lax about finding efficiencies and reducing these price premiums. By saying that consumers are resilient, it almost seems to imply that companies believe they can continue to keep prices high, when in fact consumers believe that with the scale that sustainability is going through at this point, and with the assistance of technology, that sustainable products should be able to achieve price parity with conventional products over time. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to watch how um, that price gap um, narrows or, or continues to remain a significant gap. As the ISSB has arrived at a set of standards to help both investors and consumers understand the relative ESG performance of food and beverage companies, what will be the impact on greenwashing claims and consumer confidence? Well, we know that consumers appreciate the involvement of third parties when it comes to company claims and certifications. And so therefore, we anticipate that these new standards will increase consumer confidence and they will help to mitigate those greenwashing concerns. That said, we also know that it isn't enough for food and beverage companies to simply lean on these types of standards in their communications with consumers. 
So while standards, third-party standards, are important in terms of getting a product into the consideration set for consumers, companies still need to communicate their own distinct sustainability values in order to stand out versus the competition. So if we look back at the organic industry, a centralized set of standards helped to drive the overall market for the products, certainly. But the companies that have been most successful had their own organic standards and their own values, and they communicated these to consumers on top of those centralized USDA standards. Yeah, so it sounds like really the best way to avoid you know, greenwashing claims is to be truly authentic in, in what you're doing. Got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. What do we not know about the consumer that will be critically important for food and beverage companies to know in order to future-proof their businesses? Well, I think that what isn't well known is how quickly the consumer is evolving in this space. And it isn't just about the speed of change and how quickly they're adopting new products. It's about really what even lives within the sustainability space in the minds of consumers. So, for example, sustainability has long been thought about as compatible with this overall movement for fresh, real, less processed products, kind of natural products. It's gone hand in hand with sustainability. But now, today, consumers think of food produced with the help of technology as being part of the sustainability marketplace. The majority of adults in the US today, USA today believe that science and technology is our best hope for making the world more sustainable. So it's imperative that we monitor and measure the changing meaning of sustainability to consumers so we can reflect their changing attitudes, behaviors, and even more importantly, their aspirations in those products and services that we introduce to the marketplace. Yeah, very interesting. Um, we don't necessarily have to go back to an idealized history, um, but maybe rather look to the future and technology and science as a, a viable path forward. Great. Well, thank you so much, Lori. Um, those are all the questions that we have time for today. Uh, I'm really excited to see how consumers have evolved their thinking and their behavior when it comes to sustainability. Uh, and we'll find out at the end of September when the Sustainability and Transparency 2023 Syndicated Research Report is uh, published by the Hartman Group. So thank you, listeners. And we'll talk to you again on the next episode of The Insatiable Appetite. 